Welcome down to my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. You are listening to Bucks in the Basement. My name's Chris, and Craig here is the biggest Pirates fan you'll ever meet. Let's talk Pirates baseball now. Welcome to Bucks in the Basement. Now I see the changes in this town. They change, they say one thing, but then the next day. atmosphere today at Sly Fox Brewing Company at the High Line, and we are in Pittsburgh hanging out. My name is Chris. His name is Craig. This is Bucks in the Basement. It's a beautiful weekend as we sit here and we record this, right, buddy? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is we couldn't ask for better weather, and actually we got a little bit of rain that kind of cooled it down for it a second. It's wonderful. It's been so hot in Pittsburgh. It's been so, so hot in the humid. Oh, my God. I have sunburn on my neck from driving around all day on Friday with my sunroof open and <laughs> somehow burning myself. So at first, like I woke up, I, I woke can't up today. stop staring at it. I woke up today and I was like looking in the mirror and I was like, do I have a rash? Like what's wrong with me? And then I was like, oh my God, it's in the shape of the sunroof, like on the side of my neck. <laughs> it's amazing, brother. It's like the weirdest thing ever. It's it's really, really bad. Like it's, it's, it's obnoxiously bad. It's, it's really amazing. Bad. Yeah, it's really amazing. bad. You know who else is really bad? Cole Tucker's bad. Oh, and yeah, he he's is. back on the Pirates. He's back on the big club. What do you think about this? Now, remember, you did promise Cole Tucker that he could punch you square in the face if, if he had 300. 300. If he hit it, now it's for the year, right? For the season, you would have to hit 300. Yeah. So it's not like he can get the 300 and then fall back down, but he's got to, he can punch you before he, he falls off. He's got to finish the year hitting 300. Or is it that he has to reach 300 at some no, point? No, once he hits 300, he can punch me. I don't care. At so, this point so in time, like, because here's... If, if he sticks with the club and he gets hot, and he's all of a sudden hitting 302 or something in July... He can punch me He here. can punch you in the face. Yeah, come to Sly Fox down here at Highline, and he can punch me and <laughs> record it. It'll be great. That's what I want to see happen. Because here's the thing is, he got called up yesterday, which I really didn't understand the move to begin with. Right. Like... We have a lot of guys that play infield, outfield. You got Eric Gonzalez, you got Wilmer Defoe, you got all these guys that are like, you know, me- meshing in and out. And he almost hit for the cycle down in Indianapolis. And so they call him up, kind of like Aloe Will Craig, where like he like had like three home runs and they're like, oh, let's, let's see if we can keep him going up here. Right. But I don't understand that. Like, here's the thing is, I agree maybe, with. Maybe, maybe. Wilmer was worn out from pitching so much the other night. Like, maybe giving up oh, all those home runs wore him out, and they're like, we got to get Cole up here. because well, Cole was up there before that. He oh, was, was he? In preparation. Miss, with all the transactions, I can't keep track of. No, it's, it, was, it was There's in a new preparation. every day on this team. This team, and you know what's funny is every time they DFA somebody, nobody else wants them. Like, how many guys have they DFA'd? Like, take a look at the transaction list. Like, all Charrington does is goes, this guy sucks. I'm DFAing him. And then the guy ends up in their minor leagues because nobody else wants that guy. It's amazing the amount of guys coming up and down and nobody's poaching them because they're all so terrible. Yeah, I mean, they get, they went and cut, got uh, Edgar Santana. They got Sean Poppin because they want pitchers. They want arms. If, right. it's, if it's a bat, I feel like we could bounce them up back and forth in between and just, just kind of eat it. But... In the end, it doesn't really do much for this team. Like, this guy is batting 214 
a triple A. Like, like what, what is what, what is justifies, he done? What justifies the call up? Yeah, what has he good, done? That's, that's a fair point. What has he done to justify the call up? In fact, the only reason to bring up a guy like that is either you've decided he's not really a big prospect in your organization anymore, so he's just a body, or you've decided if he's hitting two fourteen in triple A, we might as well put him up here right now and find out what we got. Because if he's nothing, then we know he's nothing. Because remember, Charrington's not tied to him. Yeah. Okay. So to him, he's like, hey, if the guy if the guy can't do it, then get him up here with the pro hitting coach. And if the pro hitting coach can't get him going, if there's nothing they can do with this guy, then he is what he is at this point, and we're not going to worry about him anymore. But the crazy thing is, they they put John Nunnally down in uh, down in Florida while the AAA team was going on. Like they had like their satellite camp or whatever. So they took him. They took. Uh, Jared Oliva and sent John Nunley, who is the AAA hitting coach, who, like, the guy has been able to unlock certain people. Like, he worked with, uh, I know we only got to see it for a little bit, but he unlocked possibly, you know, Cabrian Hayes last year. So John Nunley is, like, their guy. So they sent him down there for a month for him to, like, work on his hitting, work on whatever. He comes back up. And it's it's much of the same. So that's that's where like I don't understand this call up. And the other thing I don't understand about it is, if you're gonna call him up, play him. Like he got two hits. He's gonna play. He's gonna play. He's not I gonna know. play every day. They're, they're gonna they're gonna ease him in. I think you're not gonna play him every day, because what's gonna happen is he's gonna like his first game up. What he gets two hits, right? Yeah, he gets he two at bats. Yeah, sit, or yeah, two at bats or two hits. Two at bats. Two, so he didn't get any. Oh, hits. that guy does doesn't hit. Right. You said two hits. That's why I was clarifying, because I didn't remember no. any hits. So no. then after that happens, sit him down the next the next day because you want the hitting coach sitting next to him yeah, and talking to him because he's working on something. I think that's what's happening here. I think he's up here because the pro coaches, somebody thinks they can do something with him here. Somewhere along the line, it was conveyed, he's not going to get any better in AAA. He's either going to figure it out there or he's not going to figure it out at all. That's what I think is going on at this yeah. point. Which is crazy when you think about the hype surrounding him. But that's what he is now. No, and here's the thing is I, I, I wrote something the other day where I was just basically saying, like, I love his energy. I love what energy he brings. Does not translate into being that, good. Maybe, maybe they're trying to do something similar like um I always I always go back to him. I always go back to him, but you look at look at a team that did a rebuild and now is is playing very well in the Chicago White Sox. Timmy Anderson was their shortstop, and he was nothing terrible. but energy. Yeah, but he was terrible. And they just were like, "We got to get him up here. We're going to play him, no matter what. We're going to play him." And now he, now he wins a batting championship a couple of years later. I think he's the exception to the rule and not actually the rule. But look what his career has done because they were like, okay, there's nothing else he's going to learn in the minors. Just bring him up here and let him get his lumps up here. Yeah. But then again, if you're going to do that, you're right. He should be playing more often than not. Yeah. Then you're then you're committed to him getting every day at bats, and you're just going to sit there and you're going to let well, him go. Well, here's the thing: is like if you have a guy that like you basically sat there for a month and we're trying to like you know progress into the player you want him to be, then you put him up in AAA, and he maybe grasps some of that. Then you bring him up to the majors. At that point in time, like, I was talking to you, Chris. I'm like, I just don't know where the spot exists for him right now with what they're trying to do. I mean, like, right now you have Wilmer Defoe. You have Eric Gonzalez. You went out and did a, you know, pickup from the Cubs 
for Vargas. Like you have all these other guys that fit the same mold as Cole Tucker, and then you bring him up to not play him every day? Like, I just don't understand that move. That's I think when you look back over the next couple of weeks, he'll play more than he doesn't play. I think they're going to start playing this game. And I, I hope they do, I really man. do. I think they're going to play him. It doesn't make a lot of sense if they don't play him. No. You know, unless, of course, they've decided he's nothing. Unless they've decided he is what he is, and we there's some value to it. But what would be the point of doing that, right? I mean, you're not going for it this year. No. Like, that's what you do when you're going for it. That's what you do when you're a winning team. They're a last-place team. Like they, if they get back to 500, it's an accomplishment at this point. So if you have them, you're playing them. I'm with you. If yeah. you have them, you're playing them. Yeah, and the other part that uh, happened today was, uh, you know, Trevor Cahill, he pulled the leg muscle, whatever he was doing, you know, last time he was out. Like, he was pitching terrible. So everybody assumed that was going to be, you know, where Miguel Yahure jumps in. And when he goes to the IL, they pull back up uh, – off of the IL, they bring Kyle Crick back on. And I know that people like Kyle right Crick. now are losing their minds. Terrible. Terrible in MLB The Show. Just terrible. How many times when we were simulating the season during the pandemic <laughs> did Kyle Crick blow a game for us? Every single time. I mean, we made the playoffs <laughs> in spite <laughs> of Kyle Crick. We built a team. Uh, like at first, we tried to play the team that we had, and it was terrible. Remember this? If you're you're like, a bunch so of we stopped. It. So we stopped. So during the pandemic, we were broadcasting a team. So then, what we did is we stopped and we said, "Let's try to make trades." We put everything on the hardest level, and let's try to build a team. So we built a team. Okay, played GM, built the team to try to win, and made it to the postseason. But every time Kyle Crick came in in our simulation, he just blew everything. Yeah, he, was, he blew any lead in whatever inning he was in. He was awful. He was like the worst pitcher. In, in that entire game. It was just awful. But now he's back. Okay? So is he is he is he better than what the video is the video game wrong, Craig, or no? I don't know, man. I mean he pitched well. I uh, I don't know how much of it was I mean it was him and Richard Rodriguez. They were like the, the eight and nine inning, you know, in this in the beginning of this season, you know, Kyle Crick, if if his velo's up and his slider's working, everything works well. This last time he went out and he was wild as anything. So he gets that IL mark on him. And it could be an IL mark to kind of set him down and just like see what's going to happen with him. Because a lot of times like I... Or he could have actually had something that was causing him to do what he was doing in terms of how he was throwing things. But I get what you're saying. Like the Dodgers are notorious for putting guys on the IL because they've got like a hangnail just so they can keep like all these guys rotating through and spread their pitchers well, out. The thing is, like Michael Feliz, he was he was on for a broken fingernail right. earlier this year. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if Kyle Crick was actually injured, if if they just want to work with him on something because he actually was pitching pretty well at the beginning of the year. But you almost want that to con- continue at some point. I because right now, Chris, as much as I hate to talk about it, we're looking for trades. We're looking for guys that can be like a flash in the pan that we can trade off for something or anything. And it doesn't have to be anybody. That's why Crick's Crick's got a pitch because if he gets hot, somebody will take him at the trade deadline. Because they'll be looking for a pitcher. Yeah. That's what that's what the Pirates are going to do, and it makes sense. They have to do those kind of things. It's not a bad idea. Right. Teams are always looking for relief pitchers. They're always looking for an arm. They're always looking for a guy that can play a couple different positions or fill in for a guy that's injured. So that's what they're going to be at some point here. And that's kind of what you're waiting to see. Now, we have a guest that's coming on here in just moments because we are sitting out at Sly Fox and we're over at the High Line. It's really cool. 
Great but, place. But we we have we have Adam coming over here from Sly Fox. He's gonna sit down. We're gonna talk a little beer, right? Where I'm enjoying a. Uh, a hazy that was on tap? Absolutely, Okay, man. and you've got, what's what's the name of this one you got? Oh, the one I'm drinking right now is, is uh, we're going to talk about it during the show uh, with Adam. It's uh, Things We Don't Say. It's a collaboration they did for Mental Health Awareness Month, and it's, it's a freaking good beer, man. We're going to talk about why they made that beer. We're going to talk a little bit about what Sly Fox is doing with this brand new place they're putting together that should be open right at the beginning of July, which is going to be awesome. And the pop-up that they're doing every Saturday, we're hanging at that pop-up right now. This is Bucks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at BucksInTheBasement.com. We are hanging out here at Bucks in the Basement (laughs) at the Highline, and we have worked very hard to get Adam Lewin from uh, Sly Fox. To, to come and join us and talk because you guys have this brand new place that's opening up and you I think I heard hopefully by the beginning of July like this was going to be the original Sly Fox but you kind of had to wait so you got the place out at the point but this place you're building out right now it's got a great really cool location it's fun because people are like taking like you know the high line they're walking around or they're on the bike path and then they stop in but it's gonna be a full restaurant the brewery here everything else uh, welcome the bucks in the basement and uh, are you excited about this? Absolutely. We've been waiting for now going on two years for this place to finally open. Got a little setback because of COVID, but now we're pushing forward, waiting on the final rubber stamp from the city to say we can finish our building and get our permit and out the door we're going to be running. You know, Craig's been uh, bugging me that he wants to do more brewery things on the podcast. And what was it? You came up with the name of something? You called it Meyer League News and Brews. Yeah. He wants he wants to <laughs> review a beer. He wants to review a beer and then feature a minor leaguer as like a segment on the show. And he's been trying to convince me of it. So he dragged me out here tonight. And he's like, we're going to go to Sly Fox. And I'm going to convince you that we should be doing this on the show. What do, what do you think about that? I think that's awesome. Yeah. Minor leaguers are, they're the guys that are still playing because they love it. That's what it comes down to. They're not getting paid big bucks. They're just down there playing because they really enjoy and still love the game. And then you sit back, have a great beer, and then talk about that. Why wouldn't you? So if I wanted to check out Sly Fox and I had never been there before, you know, and let's say you're like me or Craig, we'll drink anything. Like I try every, like he thinks, he makes fun of me because I like the stouts and the dark beers. He's like, you drink that stuff? I'm like, yeah. And he just looks at me like with disgust. Like, oh, I can't believe you drink that because I'll drink, I'll try any kind of beer. But like, what is the style, the flavor, the beer that you would want somebody to make sure that they tasted if they came over here? So that's kind of the nice thing and the hard thing to kind of answer that question. Our brewer has been doing this for 25 years with us and like the simple lager is absolutely delicious. We have an O'Reilly Irish Stout that tastes damn near fresh Guinness. Um, so we're kind of all across the board. We have he's made some really great IPAs. We have some really nice vice beers. Everything's kind of across the board. And we usually almost the first question I ask anybody that's new that comes in, I just ask you, what do you normally drink? And then I can pretty much pair what you normally drink to something we have. And then you're just going to fall in love with the freshness of the beer. I want to talk to him about this uh, new collaboration they did. This beer we, I've been drinking tonight has been delicious. It's called Things We Don't Say. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about how this collaboration came about and what it means? So what's awesome about this, this actually is a beer that became came to existence because of Eagle Park Brewing in Milwaukee. They wanted to partner with the Mental Awareness for Mental Awareness Month. A dollar of every one of these beers goes to one of the five, six foundations listed on the can, um, and which is just out there to kind of break the silence, especially in like the restaurant and the brewery scene. Like mental illness just isn't talked about. 
it's just one of those things like you don't talk about family you don't talk about religion you don't you don't talk about your mental health you just kind of put it to the side you grin you bear it you put on a smile and you go so what's really cool about this is it's making people talk like we didn't this is purposely only brewed to go into a can it's only out for this month so the can's there to make people talk about it you see what it says it's why why does my beer say things we don't say and then it makes it leads you to that conversation that means it's okay to have that issue it's okay to talk about everything you don't need to just kind of sit back and be that stronger person just to ignore yourself and go forward which is sadly what happens most of the time great timing too that we're talking to uh, to adam here and then he brings up this beer because uh, we've been talking a lot about just the mental issues that ball players go to a Absolutely. lot of the show lately and the idea that sometimes they just get in their own head or they've got their own problems and they're afraid to talk about the things that are bothering them and it could change and ruin an entire career it's not always at the level of let's say other mental illness but it is something that some of them do actually struggle with while they're out there trying to perform in front of all these different people so I think it's a really commendable thing, yeah. what, what you guys are doing. I, th I think it's absolutely awesome. So every, all my beers are good. That's what I heard, basically. All my beers are good. I'm not recommending one. Secondly, you've got this, this great <laughs> collaboration that you're doing. But tell me a little bit about this space, because right now you're doing pop-ups. Yeah. And you're eventually going to be open. Yep. People can right now go to the point whenever they want to and, and, and see Sly Fox. Yeah. But how often are the pop-ups going on for the next month or so? So for the next, probably about the next four or five weeks, I'm going to be stopping them like the last week in June. I'm not going to be doing it just so we can gear up to get ready to open. But we're doing the pop-ups down here from two to eight. As long as it's nice out. You you see we're sitting literally just under the sun. Is it every day or just on Saturdays? Just on Saturdays. Okay. Yep. Just on Saturdays. I have different food trucks coming down every time. So as long as it's nice out and it doesn't forecast like 70% rain that day, we're out here going for it and just having a good time. Different beers every time. I'm grabbing different beers from the brewery and doing different kind of cans just so everybody that does come through, if you come through every week, you're going to see a different beer every week so you can try something different or something new. Or there might be still your standard favorites. Like we have our Hellas and our like IPAs that people love them they come back for them so we'll always have those also all right so uh, I see a lot of folks uh, standing outside here and several of them are wearing pirates gear so I got to ask you Adam before we we let you go out of here like what, what do you what do you think here I mean like uh, this is this is gonna be a long rebuild you think all of a sudden they're gonna come back and start playing good I don't think so I think this is gonna this is gonna be like a couple of years oh come on Chris ready. you're, you're the, like you're digging great, in hard great, here man you're like the great Cole Tucker is back everything's gonna be better now okay but I mean like what are you thinking here Adam I don't know when it comes to the Pirates. There was a while there, especially last season, I was like, you know what, I'm going to bet 20 bucks every game that they're going to lose, and I end up coming out on top. Yeah, you're going to make money. Oh, you're gonna, like, dude, right, let's go. smart man. I go to Very smart man. I'm like, I'm doing the same damn thing. Let's go. 20 bucks every game. They win the first game. Or no, they like, they, they, no, they won the first game. They won, they won the won first game because yeah, because you had yeah. you you had a, like a, I had when a I was down parlay. there, you had a giant I parlay a giant, going. I picked all six. And you said, Craig, like if they win today, I'm screwed. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Between the Yankees losing and the Pirates winning, that messed up a 16-team parlay for my opening day. Leave it, leave it to the Pirates that to be good for a day. Turning into 1,200 real quick, and then, yeah, Pirates just screw me on day one. You're like, you're like, you came over, you're like, Craig, can they just lose one game? And I'm like, for this, yeah, for you, Adam, absolutely, man. But yeah, they're like the series you think they're going to do bad in, they do great in. The series are going to they're supposed to do great in. They're like it's just you don't know what team you're going to get every single time. Yeah. It's weird. hard to bet at. Yeah. You just got to really stick hard. with them. You have to just pick losses. Like they're going to lose more than they win. You're just going to have to oh. pick losses, I would think. For a while there they weren't. For a while there they were the other way. <laughs> Cole yeah, Tucker's here though. Cole yeah, Tucker's but, here. But here's more the thing, Chris, guess what? 
before you come over to the ga- go to the game, you gotta go to Sly Fox, right? Right. You gotta, you gotta get over. a beer. You gotta get some pizza. You gotta get a hot dog. You gotta get whatever you can get over here and hang out, and then go over to a game. And walk right. From, we have a straight shot right to the stadium from the point right to the stadium. They have that bridge that's pers- lays you right out. You don't even have to deal with the traffic on that side. Yeah, and after a day game. Yep. Like imagine what it's going to be like nights here after after ball games and, and later on in the summer beautiful. when he's got it open. Oh yeah, and it, when they do win, you actually can see the fireworks from the tap house. You'll be sitting out there on the patio, and all of a sudden the fireworks just start going off, and you're like, "All right, game ended, and they won. That's awesome! Yay, we're good, guys!" <laughs> it's a fun little firework display. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Adam's ripping up his bet because they, he had bet against him. Like Adam's like, <laughs> he, he, oh, he bet the wrong damn way. fireworks just went off. I guess I lost twenty bucks. <laughs> Adam, thanks for uh, having us out here. Uh, the point's always open, right? Is it seven, seven days a week? Yep, seven days a week, 11.30 every day. And then in July here, we've got this new spot. Yep, this will be opening up. Follow us on like Instagram and Facebook. We're going to be keeping everybody updated on that. But that should, we're hoping beginning of July we're going to be running with that. Adam Lewin, Sly Fox Brewing Company. Thanks for joining us, buddy. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. You know, I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives, and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. And now check out the new 2,500 milligram balm with reduced pricing on their classic balms right now at creakybone.com. Oh, man, we got some bikes coming up. <laughs> I love being outside and doing a show, you know? I, fun, I, I really like hanging out. Like This place is kind of happening tonight. It's kind of cool. I mean, it, if you haven't been down here, Try it on a Saturday night while a pop-up's going on. Uh, check out Sly Fox over in the point, or or just get over here in July when they open up this brand new place. It's going to be absolutely Dude, it's, it's awesome. incredible. This, this location is great. And the outdoor area is really cool as well. And we've seen some very interesting people. We saw somebody dressed as Little Bo Peep doing a photo shoot earlier. I mean, they got a they got a train pulled up like over here in the back, like it's all like decked out and stuff. Yeah. And like it's like it's tastefully tagged, is what it is. <laughs> There's some, there's, some there's some definite art that's on there that was done with spray painting cans, and it, but it's it's a cool it's a cool piece that they have sitting out here. So make sure you check that out. All right, my friend, we're gonna be back next week. Remember, folks, if you want to contact us, reach out anytime you want to and leave us a message. Either hit up the social media or give us a call anytime you want to, 708-459-8406. Leave a message, and we will continue to watch Cole Tucker and see whether or not Cole can get to 300, and then he can punch Craig in the face. I feel like he's a nice guy. Here at Sly Fox. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But we should do it. I mean, it should happen. I mean, here's the thing. is like, Cole, I know you're a good dude. I know you're exciting. Once you get to but 300. But Craig has no faith in you. I don't. Craig actually. I has, I've had no faith in you since you were drafted. You're a I'm terrible sorry. hitter, and he is so sure that you're a terrible hitter that he has bet that at any point 
in your entire career, you're never going to hit 300. It's not going to happen. Okay, man. like like even opening day, like what happens if he goes like one for three it's not in the happen. first game of the year and he's hitting 333? You're that confident that at no point can Kyle Tucker sit there and say, "I'm hitting over 300 at this moment, and I want to punch Craig in the face." Yeah, it's not going to happen, brother. <laughs> That's how confident I am. It's it's like insane, like. He could come out there on opening day, and I know he's probably going to go 0 for 3. Right. It's going to happen. You're like, there's no way he's getting a hit. No. If he gets a hit, he'll bat four times, so he's 1 for 4, and he's hitting 250. Yeah. Like, that's how you see it going down. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, like, you're you're a confident man. You've you've said this now and now over the last year or so. If he ever hits over 300, he could punch you in the face. Absolutely. I, I would welcome it. I want him to do well. That's then, the crazy part, dude. I want him to do well. Adam Blue in here from Sly Fox basically offers up the, uh, the brewery location yeah. to have him come over and punch you in the face. Yeah. I feel like we have the beginnings of something here. Yeah, there's something happening here. I don't know what's happening, but there's something happening. I think happening. you're getting punched in the face. It's just a matter of time. I hope so. <laughs> I want him to do well. I want to get punched in the face. I want the guy to hit 300. But he's not going to. Now I see the changes in this town. They change, they say.